Entrepreneur on Fire 905. Be bold. Think big. The crazier it is, the more achievable it actually becomes. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Focus on what you do best and let CallRuby handle your calls. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code FIRE. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Easily create engaging emails your subscribers will love with Aweber's extensive email template selection and stock image gallery. Explore the possibilities of email marketing today with a free trial of Aweber. Visit aweber.com slash fire. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mark Angelo Coppola. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? Couldn't be more ready. Yes. A superhero engineer by profession, Mark is a social entrepreneur dedicated to empowering others with a passion for learning and exploring and living a life of purpose as an everyday superhero. He launched an online school known as Superhero Academy, where he helps train entrepreneurs to step up into their superhero personas. Mark, giving Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally. Expound upon the biz. Sure. So uh, as you mentioned earlier, I am a superhero engineer by profession these days, and uh, my eight-year-old self would be uh, pretty (laughs) proud of that title, I'm pretty sure. Um, But what that means is that I really help social entrepreneurs, not just any entrepreneur, but people who really want to step up into greatness, people who really have bold ideas uh, that are going to change the world, that are, you know, I I use Peter Diamantis' quote, billion person problems. And I I like to support these people through a variety of means uh, via Superhero Academy. And and that means that it's not just social entrepreneurs at the highest of stages, but it's also people at all stages of the game. And for me, I've noticed in my life that every time I jumped off the cliff, every time that I I took a I made a bold move or I took a, a big daring step, I always found that it rewarded me. I always found that being that superhero that my childhood dream, you know, that everyone would laugh at when I was a child, that that actually empowered me. That was that's what got me the most excited. And so I really feel that other people should do the same. I, I really feel that it's a it's a real shame if people don't follow their bliss if they don't live their dreams. Uh, and that's what I help people do. And I've, I've seen that success with uh, the nonprofits that I've started called the Valhalla Movement Foundation, uh, and the various different startups and businesses that are still in operation today that I've all founded. And it's just, uh, it's been an amazing career as a, you know, social entrepreneur. Mark, I got to agree with you. I am pretty darn sure that your eight-year-old self would be pretty stoked if you were going to <laughs> go back and say to them, you know what? When you grow up, you're going to be a superhero engineer. I'd be like, sweet. (laughs) And the reality is, unfortunately, most of us listening, and I know me at most points in my career, if my eight-year-old self was to hear a certified public accountant or data processor or fill in the blank of most of the jobs that you know we have for job titles out there, that eight-year-old self wouldn't be that excited. So, Fire Nation, if you're going to launch out into this entrepreneurship world, why not make an awesome name for yourself just like that and then go ahead and fulfill those dreams? 
And Mark, we're going to do a lot of things today. You know, one of those things is going to be diving into your journey twice mm-hmm. with two specific stories. But before we even go there, I want to do a little swing here and, and get some insights into the mind of Mark Angelo Coppola. This is what I call the one minute mindset. Five questions, <laughs> take about a minute ish to answer these. And number one, Mark, ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? In an ideal world, I, uh, I think I would get up and uh, give myself a little pat on the back for having made it through another day. Um, no, but seriously, I think the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the true answer to that would be that I, I spent a good amount of time meditating, that I do not use electronics, and that I kind of do a mini workout slash yoga routine that just kind of gets me in the zone, that gets me flowing, that gets me into my body and not worried about what's going on in the world, and just kind of not make time be something that is concerning me at that moment. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness, I think, is synonymous with my biggest strength. And uh, my biggest strength and weakness to me is being bold. I, I really like to take on massive challenges. I really like to try and step into things that I've never done before. And when I do that, it, it kind of it invigorates me into a position which is very powerful in many, many instances. But at the same time, um, you know, whatever empowers you sometimes cripples you. And, and that's to me is my biggest weakness is that at times I literally have so much ambition. I have so many ideas that it, it splits my focus and attention. And therefore, I always need to keep myself in, in, in check when it comes to my focus and to my, my power. Fortune favors the bold, Mark. So, you know, I'm not going to let you use that as a weakness because that that is your strength. I totally agree with that on so many levels that it can be synonymous, but the reality is it's it's a strength. Being Mm -hmm. bold, I mean, that's just what we as entrepreneurs, that's a trait that we need to have on every single level. So dig a little deeper here and let's go with a weakness. Again, you just knocked your strength out. Awesome. But what would be a weakness that you would just like to correct? You know, that's what a weakness is. And you don't want to, you know, correct being bold. But what do you want to correct? To me, it's 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 a question of like, I think the number one thing that challenged me on a consistent basis really boils down to focus. It's being able to eliminate the noise, being able to step into a space where I can truthfully find the ability to not worry about all the other things that are on my list, right? And when we as entrepreneurs all know that that endless the list of things is just never going to end and you're never going to reach that, that level of perfection where everything is done and everything is perfect. And stepping down from that into focusing on one task at a time is something that, uh, that consistently challenges me. So I think for me, it's really focused has, has been kind of my, my kryptonite. Mark, do you know what my acronym for the word focus is? Actually, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Follow one course until success. Oh, wow. Right? That's a superhero acronym right there. That is great. I'm going to use that. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to actually go off on a little side tangent here. I meant to do this earlier, but if you had to pick my superhero persona, what would that be? First of all, you're the most consistent person in the world. I mean, I, I've never <laughs> seen somebody been able to put out awesomeness on a daily basis and be able to, to, do, to do it with that attitude, with that, with that energy that you bring to each and every one of your podcasts. So I think the, the power of consistency, you are absolutely unrivaled on that. Uh, and what that looks like in terms of like a superhero, 
I don't know what Captain Consistency. Yeah, like what superhero <laughs> is like the most consistent? I, I mean, maybe like Wolverine. He's consistently a badass. I think I think you can you got a little Wolverine in here. All right, I don't know. I'm looking at I'm looking at my <laughs> fingers right now. I could I could see some blades on these guys right here. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, you know, hey, in the army, I was a captain, so I'll go with Captain Consistency. We can make up my own superhero. No, that's the best way. <laughs> Thanks for those kind words, Mark. Appreciate it. And let's move into a habit that you wish you had. A habit that I wish I had. I wish that I woke up every day and felt like the weight of the world was not crushing me at times <laughs> and, and, and taking over my entire schedule and my entire being. And I wish that I, had, I did more to actually schedule fun. Um, you know, I, it, this is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is that we forget to have fun. We schedule all the meetings, the calls, the Skypes, the, the, the interviews, the, the, everything that we do on our day-to-day basis is all about our mission. And Sometimes the most effective thing that you can do for your mission is to schedule fun. And it's something that I think I'm, I'm being challenged with over the last couple of years and, and improving slowly. But, you know, <laughs> definitely a habit that I'd, I'd like to like see in my agenda fun time. Yeah, kind of yeah. And that's one of those things too, Fire Nation. If you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. So yeah. it might sound silly to schedule fun. It's not. It's stupid not to. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Schedule it gets done. And Mark, you have a lot of things that are pretty awesome right now, despite the fact that the weight of the world is crushing you every single morning that you wake up. (laughs) Share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up right now. Yeah. So what's got me extremely fired up is something that I dived into. um, I want to say dived into. I fell ass backwards into uh, developing these new eco houses. You know, I, I always thought that one of the main things that needed to happen is that we had to make sustainability mainstream. And to do that, we had to make it sexy and fun. And the number one thing that I'm excited about is that I'm actually working with a team of engineers and architects developing these new houses that we're going to be releasing this year. And it's just so fun. I never thought that in my entrepreneurial journey, you know, having studied marketing and entrepreneurship, that I would end up doing like architecture and 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 talking about what it, what would you know what would it take to build an amazing off the grid structure that appeals to people and and it's just it's amazing how this kind of multidisciplinarian uh, approach is needed for a tackling a problem of this nature so that's that's really got me fired up so Mark what has me fired up is the fact that you understand the power of story you know you understand the power of the superhero and behind every good superhero is a great story and that's what I want you to really be focusing on now mm-hmm. is the story of your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us there. Share with us that story. Yeah. So the worst entrepreneurial moment uh, definitely is a pretty powerful story. And I think it's a powerful story that resonated across the entire world, but it uniquely hit me because of the way that it happened. So um, my first business, uh, actually the the worst entrepreneurial moment was uh, happened in my first business. I was 18 and I had this idea of building this lounge and I ended up walking into this indoor skate park and the skate park was this huge indoor skate park and it's indoors because I'm from Montreal and it's really cold in the winter. Uh, so skateboarders need a place like a haven to be able to go inside and skateboard and they had this huge space that they weren't using. It was about 7,000 square foot kind of mezzanine that looked on to the skate park and I was like, wow, what if I could transform this into a lounge where people can come and, and, and 
discuss, you know, and, and get together and truthfully do things that were different than just going to the bars and clubs, right? And as an 18-year-old, that's all I cared about at that point, I guess. Um, and a week after I walked into that skate park, I was talking about buying it, and then I ended up being a 50% owner. And so what I was doing, and at the same time, I was in uh, university uh, studying marketing and entrepreneurship. Actually, at that time, I was studying accounting and finance, uh, and I switched. And I started building my business plan, and this is in... 2007 and I oh, and when I bought it and I started building my business plan and then I finally had all the pieces together of a, of a proper business plan that I presented to a bank and I got approved for a loan. Now I know you're wondering why that's the worst entrepreneurial moment because <laughs> what happened is when I got approved I went in a week later to actually like sign all the papers and get the actual money in my hands Okay, and this is like a year after, you know, it, it took me a year to get this all together. And then the financial crisis hit literally the day, like the, in that week that I went from getting approved to the financial crisis hitting and getting that money in my hands, that just, it just completely disseminated and destroyed everything that I was working on because there was absolutely no way that they were going to finance a kind of half restaurant, half lounge startup in Montreal uh, for an 18-year-old at that time. And, and even though I had bought this kind of failing skate park that wasn't working, turned it around in a year and, and turned it into a profitable company with my partners, and I, we had the rent paid, we, were, we had an over, overhead of $20,000 a month, we were still paying it, they were just not willing to make it happen. And so I did everything possible. Like I went to every bank in Canada. We have like eight major banks. I went to every single one of them, got turned down at all of them, went to all the angel, uh, you know, uh, investors. I went to uh, grant I looked for grants and I just could not get the money. And it, it absolutely just I've never been hit by a wall so hard uh, at that age. And and just I had never really felt that adversity because I lived a pretty privileged life. I'm not going to lie. You know, I always had this I always had, you know, the fortune of being a good student or of of, of finding it easy to, to ace the test. But when it came down to, to that, it's it's it struck me and I had no way of controlling it. Right. There was nothing that I can do to save the, the economy and make them give me that loan at that moment. They were they were just not giving loans to anyone. And so that to me crippled me even further when I actually learned where money came from. And I know this is maybe unconventional for a group of entrepreneurs to hear this, but when I learned where that there was more debt than there was money, it kind of shook me. I, you know, I'd watch Zeitgeist and I'm a huge documentary buff. I spent a year watching 50 plus documentaries and it literally depressed me <laughs> more than anything. Uh, but then it inspired me. <laughs> it educated you. There's a couple it educated things, me. Yeah. Those, oh, there's a whole beautiful side to that too. And, and, I, and I talk about it pretty uh, frequently now. That moment where I learned not only that I got refused for a loan, and I think that happens all the time, okay, and that's not necessarily game changing, but when I learned how the whole financial system was based on this big game of musical chairs, it devastated me. It absolutely, literally for a year, I, I almost felt like I was out of commission. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I didn't really, like I, I kept running the, the skate park and it went well and things are going good, but it really depressed how I felt about, about the man, about the system kind of thing. You know the analogy that I would kick out here? Sure. Probably somebody that spent their entire lives, like into their 30s or 40s, 
thinking the world was flat and then finding out it was round. I mean, that must have been a total mind bender. Exactly. And, 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 and when you hear about being an entrepreneur, and my mom was an entrepreneur when I was growing up, the main thing that it was about was money, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you go, you go out, you have an idea. If your idea serves people and it creates value, then you get a loan and you, you, you run a business, you make money and then you pay it back. And then once you pay it back, eventually you have a good business and maybe you sell it or maybe you just continue running it and then <laughs> and you make a career out of yeah. it. And so it was like the only, it was the path, right? Like I, I went down the path, the paved, beautiful path. And met this roadblock and the roadblock wasn't just a roadblock. It was like an earthquake that shattered the bridge onto the other side. (laughs) And it was like the day that I was getting the money. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. It was like, I remember literally going to the bank and like, they didn't tell me I went to the bank physically and I was like, okay, like, where do I sign? And they're like, oh yeah, we didn't tell you, but we're actually slowing down the, um, the loan process right now. I think we're going to wait and see if this storm is going to pass financially. Uh, we'll get back to you shortly and shortly never really came. Yeah, surely was never. <laughs> so Mark, let's do a quick shift because we've been sitting on this topic. I mean, that's a, that's a powerful moment and it opened your eyes up. It armed you. It gave you ammunition going forward at the same time, even though it did depress you. You know, it made you a lot more of a worldly person, just understanding how things worked. I mean, that's always preferable, even if that understanding isn't always the best solution. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about an aha moment, an epiphany. And again, just like you told the story, I mean, I felt like I was there with you when they turned you down for that loan after already approving you. What's that light bulb that went on at some point in your journey? Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. Absolutely. So, I mean, in any entrepreneurial career, I think there's many, many, many aha moments and it's hard to pick one, but I'm going to go down the same vein of this story and, and what this actually taught me because you know, and every time that you face one of these kind of brick walls, it's really truthfully an opportunity. You really have the ability to shift out of that and see it as a potential opportunity for creating something different or taking a different path that might lead you to a better place. And obviously at the time, I couldn't imagine that that would be the case, but that it actually did end up happening. So after that year of, you know, depression, if you will, that kind of ensued where I watched a whole bunch of documentaries and, and my life started to swirl and, and, and my, my, my focus was kind of going in, in many different directions. What I started to realize that was that business wasn't just about money. What I started to realize is was business was about relations. Re- business was about creating deep, truthful relationships with people and creating value, right? Because I mentioned it earlier, the, the st- traditional path is, yes, you start a business, you create value, you make, sell something of some kind that people buy, and then you make money. But the truth was, I was focusing so much on the money portion of the equation, but I didn't need money. I need what money bought me. I needed equipment, right? To build this lounge, I needed, I needed couches, I needed uh, you know, kitchen gear, I needed a bar, I needed... Uh, TVs, I needed forks and knives, I needed things, things that money could buy me, surely, but at the same time, I needed those things, and, and I saw the opportunity that also presented itself through the financial crisis, which was that there was tons of businesses closing, including restaurants, and restaurants had everything that I needed to open a lounge. So slowly but surely, I actually started creating value literally out of thin air in the same way that they would make money, I guess, by connecting people who wanted to sell their equipment to the people who were actually willing to buy it, used kind of uh, equipment buyers and resellers. 
And what I would do is I would I'd scour Craigslist. I'd get a pro at Craigslist. And I'd find a, a restaurant that was failing. I'd go and see the owner and say, hey, this is really unfortunate. Sorry to hear that. But I do have somebody who can buy your equipment and you'll probably pay you a better price than you know just kind of selling them one at a time because uh, this is not what you do. And so I would connect them with that person. And that person would come in buy all the equipment in the restaurant, but I, I had prearranged the deal that if I sold all the equipment or that I had brought in a buyer, that I would take the microwave, for example. And I did it over and over and over again. And I actually manifested the lounge through creating value from people who were failing into people who needed the equipment and what were going to resell it. And I did it like day in and day out. So like every day, my job became, okay, this, ne- this week I need, uh, you know, this oven. And then I would scour, I would scour Craigslist and see, or, or I would, you know, see, go and check out the, some of the foreclosed restaurants and see if they had something similar that could match that. And if they had it, I would kind of add it to my checklist. I'd go in and check it. If it made sense, then I would call my, my guy and he would come in and he would buy it. And so what I learned that day, you know, helped me kind of, pieced together on a bootstrap kind of way, this lounge. But what really happened that day was that I learned that business is not just about money. It's really about relationships. This is about the people that you truthfully connect with, the people that you truthfully help. And if you truthfully help people, people will truthfully help you. You know, I learned something the other day. To be rich, you must enrich. Let me say that again. To be rich, you must enrich. If you want to be rich, enrich people's lives, help people, create value, and don't even expect anything in return, but they will give you more than you ever asked in return. And, it, and if, you, if you're there and you see the, ch- the, the challenges, those, those kind of worst entrepreneurial moments, if you will, as opportunities instead, then you can, you can overcome anything. So Mark, there's one overarching theme that I really want to pull out here. Business is about relationships, creating value for and through those relationships. Fire Nation, mm-hmm. if that's something that you can really absorb, that overarching theme that Mark just took us through on this aha moment story that he had of creating something amazing, literally from nothing, just exchanging value, that was what it was, then you are on your way. And Mark, I'm not letting you go anywhere, my friend, because we have a <laughs> lot to talk about. But before we enter the lightning rounds, let's take mm-hmm. a minute to thank our sponsors. So you get lots of traffic to your website, but you're not sure how to better connect with that audience. With email marketing, you can open up new opportunities to build relationships with those who want to hear from you or learn more about your company. By adding a sign-up form to your website, you can continue the communication with your customers and prospects through valuable emails that you send over time. Whether a subscriber to your email list purchased from you or not, you have the chance to send them valuable information, upcoming sales, and more, so the interaction between you and your customer never really ends. Ready to start building your list today, check out AWeber, which has been providing reliable email marketing software to small businesses, bloggers, entrepreneurs, and agencies for over 16 years. They offer over 700 email templates and over 6,000 royalty-free images to choose from, giving you simpler, faster email marketing. Get started today with a free 30-day trial. Visit aweber.com slash fire. That's aweber.com slash fire. 
Does the thought of missing one of your client or customer calls make you a little nervous? Being able to connect with your customers is integral to your success as a small business. If you can't show them you care, someone else will. But we all know being a small business owner is tough. You can't be everywhere and everything for everyone. That's where Ruby comes into play. Ruby is a team of virtual receptionists trained to make a difference in your day and set your business apart by providing excellent service to your clients and customers, allowing you to focus on what you do best. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash FIRE and enter promo code FIRE. Or better yet, give them a call and experience their service yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. That's 855-775-RUBY. Mark, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yeah, let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think the main thing that was holding me back from becoming an entrepreneur when I was younger, uh, and this happened to me at an early age, was uh, seeing my mom actually get out of it and seeing the stress that she had had as an entrepreneur and then going from that to a nine-to-five and being happier that way. And I kind of felt that Maybe I should follow that, that path and maybe I shouldn't kind of jump into being an entrepreneur. But uh, I think it's definitely not something I regret in any way, shape or form at this point. What's the best advice you ever received? The best advice I've ever, ever, ever received is that attitude is everything. If you can shift your attitude, then you can shift the energy that you're embodying in your mind. And through our mind, you know, perspective is really everything. And that perspective is shaped by our attitude and in, in how we receive what is happening to us. We can't control everything that's out there in the universe. And, and that's a good thing. And that's exactly what creates the opportunity. And that's what creates the spice of life. So if you meet whatever comes your way, however, with a good attitude, you will be able to kind of overcome, surpass, uh, break through or, or enjoy any moment that, that comes your way. What's a personal habit you do have that you believe contributes to your success? So the number one habit that I've kind of adopted, uh, given my problem with focus, is something I call power hour. It's, uh, I literally bought a physical hourglass. I have no idea how long it runs. It's, it, it, I know, I'm serious. I have no idea how long it runs. And when I want to focus, I schedule a power hour into my, into my day, and I try and do it in the mornings. And I flip the hourglass, and I work on one thing, and one thing only, the entire time. I shut down Facebook, emails, put away my phone and I just work on that one thing that day and I believe that if you achieve one thing in a day if you take a single step in a day closer towards your dreams uh, at some point you you look behind you and you, you you've traveled a long way and so to me that power hour you know hourglass uh, literally changed my life wow just love the physical aspect of it of seeing it there on your desk I mean we can all do those counters on our cell phones or in the browsers but man game changer Mark, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I think the number one resource that everyone needs to get is a scheduler. Uh, and not every entrepreneur has it. And they spend a lot of time uh, emailing back and forth, trying to figure out what to coordinate when they should meet up with the what, what said person that is in, in their contact list, I, let, I guess. And the number one internet resource that I would uh, promote to people is Calendly.com. It's Calendly.com. It's an amazing scheduler. It really syncs well. Uh, it sends notifications. It's just super beautiful and easy. 
Uh, I've gotten tons of compliments on it before, and for me, it just saved hours upon hours in my life and, and it helped me schedule much, much more efficiently. Yeah, I can tell you, I actually used schedule once, but after being on somebody else's Calendly, I was incredibly impressed. And uh, <laughs> if I could return the clock back, I probably would have gone that route. But right now, I'm in too deep. <laughs> and Mark, <laughs> if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? So there are many books that I think many, many of your listeners should listen to, but one of the ones that I'm diving deep into right now, and I'm, and I'm actually having Peter Diamantis on my podcast tomorrow, is uh, Bold, the new book by Peter Diamantis that just came out. I've been listening to it like pretty much all day in the audiobook for- format, and it, just the level of thinking when you think about being what is called an exponential entrepreneur or solving billion-person problems and thinking on a scale that is so big and a longer term scale, that to me is, is the kind of mindset of a, of a superhero. And so anybody who's looking to be a superhero, read Bold by Peter Diamantis. It's, it's going to change your life. Yeah, he did a great interview on Tim Ferriss' podcast recently where yeah. he made the comment, yeah, guess what? I just don't seem to have a lot of competition in the asteroid mining field. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that mindset. It's like, you know, if you're bold and you go out there and you do something crazy, you know, then who's going to be competing with you? Nobody. You're out there on your own. So that's definitely on my to listen to list and Fire Nation should be yours as well. So bold. And I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like bold for free at eofirebook.com. Mark, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but mm-hmm. it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So the first thing that I would do is I would actually buy a ticket to an amazing kind of power, my mastermind style meeting, meeting of, of, of some ma- amazing entrepreneurs. And I would actually go to an event. It sounds crazy, but I would go to an event and network with people. I would actually meet people on this new earth and this new paradigm and actually and find a way to serve them, find a way to create real value, find a way to ask them about their real problems and challenges and how I can help them. And from that, I think I would come back to the drawing board after the event. I would come back to that and I would build a website that branded myself with a story, you know, through, I don't know, Squarespace or something. I'd make a quick little website with a couple of bucks and brand myself to c- cater to those exact needs and then reach back out to the person and see if I can help them. I think that's exactly what I would do. Doesn't sound crazy to me at all. I definitely trace my origin story of being an entrepreneur to Blog World, 2012, New York City. It was the first time I had ever experienced anything like that. Total eye-opener and game-changer. So Fire Nation, invest in yourself. Hit up a conference. I'm actually going to a couple conference parties tonight at Traffic and Conversion here in San Diego because that's what it's all about, building those relationships. And Mark, (laughs) let's end today the same way we started on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance the best way we can connect with you then we'll say goodbye sure the one thing that if i can leave you with is to be bold think big the crazier it is the more achievable it actually becomes the more that you 
want to step into that greatness, the more that you truthfully commit into something that you and everyone around you thinks is crazy, the more it's actually worth doing. And if you can do that and, and adopt a superhero mindset and think about not just the short term, but that long term thinking, then that I think will change your life. Uh, and, and as to where you can find more, you can, you can definitely go and check out more at superheroacademy.net. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. Um, and you can also go and check out thehalamovement.com if you're interested in learning about how we're making sustainability mainstream. Wow. I mean, Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Mark and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Mark, M-A-R-C, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And it's going to have all the stuff that we talked about today, superheroacademy.net, his book recommendation, resource, you name it, it's there, Fire Nation. Mark, thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hmm, Have a good one, man. A connection between you and your team goes a long way in terms of productivity and engagement, especially when it's face-to-face. But like our team here at Entrepreneur on Fire, you might not always be in the same physical location. Introducing High Five, an easy-to-use integrated hardware and cloud software solution that allows you to meet face-to-face with your team no matter where they are. What team doesn't want to high-five each other? Go to highfive.com slash fire and request a 30-day trial today. That's H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E dot com forward slash fire. Fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.